oh yeah, I was this close to getting a chair on the Polish Philharmonic and I nailed the audition, but I didn't get it. Guess who did? Yo-Yo Ma's cousin, Little Nepotiz. So anyways, I just decided to give up on myself and become a podcaster because those who can't do podcast and those who can't podcast guest on their friends podcast which is a good enough segue to introduce my guests today we've got a full house the studio is packed with dudes right now we've got recording artists with a project coming out later this year nick heredia nick welcome hi thanks for having me we've got podcast regular and fan favorite coos hey how's it going everybody and we've got another podcast regular tony stank aka doom aka anthony welcome in thank you this is a long time coming yes and the uh our our featured guest (laughs) this one has been the, the apple chat community has been asking for this one for a long time we've got uh, TikTok uh, <laughs> expert, on time online content creator, uh, and verified tweeter, Dylan Thompson. Dylan, welcome. Hi, how's it going? Thank you for having me. Yes, well, thank you for joining all of us on Affable Chat Off Script, the episodes of Affable Chat that aren't about movies. And like I was saying, you're a very anticipated guest. We are live here on Apple Chat every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time, right, you guys? Eastern time. Eastern time. Like Uh, clockwork. Yes. uh, And basically every single week for the past year plus, we've been watching Dylan's content and reacting to it live. Um, So my first question to you is, have you noticed that or has anybody else at In The Know noticed the Apple Chat community rallying around In The Know's Tried It series starring Dylan Thompson? (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely think that uh, In The Know, which is the company that I work for, and Affable Chat have been circling one another as sort of media (laughs) sharks in the water. You know what I mean? Um, I will say for real, first of all, I really appreciate you having me and I like cannot express enough on or off a podcast how much I appreciate you showing the videos, enjoying the videos, talking about them. Honestly, I think your reactions, I wish that we could just employ you to just react to the video and not even release the actual videos. Just you reacting to a video people haven't seen before as like a director's commentary would be amazing. Um, and I really appreciate it, especially because I know for a little bit we had some like beef. Yes. When we moved to Snapchat. Yes. Uh, the videos were originally like on just like our website. And they were in uh, uh, landscape as yes. opposed to portrait. Yes, now they're fully phone-ready vertical, <laughs> which is not the most fun to put up on your big screen on your Twitch stream. It's when you're, true. Yeah, so. It's very true. Well, how do you feel about Snapchat in general? How does the group feel about Snapchat in general? Because I honestly kind of left snapchat behind after i got out of college it's something about taking a selfie as like a full-grown adult with a job made me feel weird but that's not necessarily true that's just my experience i also won't be offended well (laughs) do you so do you still have it or snapchat's been deleted from your phone i do still have it and you don't but you don't use it for anything not nearly as much as i used to but you still use it for yeah a little bit yeah i mean because i i do the very occasional like like sometimes it's I don't want to talk through messages medium anymore. Like sometimes I'll I'll like literally just go through Snapchat or even Instagram, sometimes Twitter to yeah. carry on a conversation because Interesting. it's usually those are segues into whatever we're going to talk about. But I hate talking on Snapchat because it's like what the hell did I just say? That's I can't true remember. Too. What did you just say? That's right. Yeah. 
um, for me, because I remember I, I was on and off with Snapchat. Now I, I've, I've been off of Snapchat for a few years now. And uh, well, you were one of the first. Uh, you were the one of the early adopters of Instagram as a replacement for Snapchat. Like yeah, obviously you were already it, on Instagram. Yeah. But you were like. Snapchat is ass, and I can do everything I do on there on Instagram it, with it, more people. It literally has the same feature. It, it might as well be the same app. I mean, that's why I'm like, I, I just I use Instagram for everything because I, I just love taking pictures and stuff. And then using that Snap like message detail. Well, they history. also Instagram stole stories, which I felt like was yeah, the hallmark of Snapchat. That was the that hallmark. Was what I, I wanted to see. It, yeah, and Instagram definitely like the that's the place. It's your stories should go too. like I feel like I never post a snapchat story one thing for me too is that most of the snapchat content I get these days are the people that I work with and they're like all in their 30s or like yeah. just turned 30 situation and they're all on on snapchat and like not on instagram so it's like so it's such a weird dynamic like yeah, it's yeah the well, only reason I have it we're all in a very similar demographic from your perspective Dylan or at least your insight as an industry snapchatter do you does is it relevant is it not relevant how do you feel well it's interesting to hear you say anthony that people in like their early 30s are using it because because what i was going to say is that the like relationship with snapchat that i see both like in my work and then like personally or whatever is like a lot of people like um like a mini generation younger than us or whatever yeah, like like yeah. a like a half generation people who would be like firmly gen z if we're like cuspers or whatever yeah, you know what i mean right um which is funny but um <laughs> but like my little brother uses snapchat all the time still and okay. i think part of that and i'll also say like like i can see the demographic of people who watch my videos and like a vast something like 75 percent of them are like between the ages of 13 and 24 right. so like younger than us sure. which, which is surprising um based on like what you were saying anthony which i wonder if part of that is that the instagram thing because i agree with nick that like i like i would rather use instagram but i wonder if that was because like instagram was already like ubiquitous to us by the time we got snapchat whereas these younger generations like downloaded like all the social media they have like at once and so you actually are choosing because i feel like when i like permanently like pivoted back to like instagram and like not using snapchat it was because i already had my instagram set up and stuff right. and now they just have all the features that interact more like snapchat yes yeah, definitely. Well, and living on the I like do do anybody do any of us here use the Snapchat like content page where you can find some great content such as but, even though thank you tried it. <laughs> so, but no. but I'm specifically like my impression of that was always. So I would be offended every time I accidentally looked at the yes. Snapchat uh, content page Pretty because much. it would be like headlines and you know the most clickbaity headlines with the most clickbaity image yes. of like boobs it's like she did what with her boobs yes it's you know? always it's like yeah. something sex se yeah, like yeah. very or, sexual and scandalous right or it's like some like you know j-list celebrity from the <laughs> internet who is like lexi reveals it all and it's like <laughs> her like barely wearing any clothing it's very like, what tabloid is she what is she revealing yeah. you know like it, it just seemed like it was the lowest common denominator like it was just <laughs> let me catch your eye and get you to click on this for just a second and with no real substance behind it um which obviously sounds like i'm trashing what you guys do but i just want to get your perspective when you heard i mean that's obviously a big platform to get an opportunity to be like partnered with yeah so mm -hmm. i guess like what's your what was your reaction to that? Yeah, no, it's interesting you frame it that way because I feel like I did feel the same way. I mean, me and several of my coworkers who also work on these videos 
had to like re-download Snapchat <laughs> to sign in to publish videos on Snapchat. You know what I mean? Like I had to like refine my login info to like now make videos for Snapchat. Oh, yeah. And again, I think some of that is generational and some of it is definitely what you're saying of like a lot of people associate it with like exactly what you just said. It's like scandalous, like sort of like tabloidy, I feel like of like Very whatever tabloid-y. is the most like, yeah, dramatic, like right, whatever, right. like wins out or whatever. Um, I mean, yeah, that said, I was obviously excited that like it's on there because it is it is easier to tell people. It's like a funny thing about working in the media that like how you tell people what you do and show people your work or whatever. It's right. like very easy to tell people what I do now. If I'm like, oh, this app you have on your phone, like literally just open it and you can see what I do like every week. You know what I mean? Right. So from that perspective, it's like very nice. It's like made my job easy to explain and like, I guess, pretty visible. Um, But yeah, Snapchat was not like. I wasn't like, oh, Snapchat. Yeah. Like the, yeah. So. <laughs> oh, we hit the big time. Yeah. But okay, I say all this knowing that basically every social media or like media platform is all about clickbait. Like clickbait's so important. So like to it's not like YouTube is not also doing very the similar thing, stuff. Yeah. So With I, ads. I, I just think that I don't know. It's part of the nature well, of the beast, I think. It's definitely. Yeah. Like it's clickbaity and you know, it's all about like the most maximum clicks. Uh most times people can like look into your content. Click is the nature bait, of the beast clickbaiting yeah. and then whatever is an ad yeah well yeah. To, like, to hype on that too like the the snapchat like like uh filter section whatever like uh, is all riddled with ads like if you watch i imagine if you watch a in the know like you'll watch like i don't know f- 20 seconds of your video and then you're stuck with a five yeah, second ad. it's like buy this uh, okay. yeah, and it's, yeah. and it's literally yes. like and then you like if you want to skip it sometimes it'll just skip to the next video like it you can't even continue the video you were watching because you can't skip yeah yeah like, yeah that's one of the and that, i will say like you asked ben like what it was like when i moved on just that was one thing that like definitely people in my personal life like my mom was like why do i have to watch ads to see my son's job <laughs> she's like i have to pay to watch you work um, but, so that that part of it is like rough but also i think like because what you said is like really true which like it is the nature of the of the, nature beast. Of the beast yeah it like truly is and and i think that when you like work in content or if you're just like a you know it, tons of independent youtubers like who are just content creators on their own like i think you start to the way that you rationalize it i'm not saying this is maybe the right way of looking at it but the way that you rationalize it when you do it is that like everyone's doing it and so if that's what you have to do to get people to see the content that you actually believe in then like you're kind of down to play the game right you, you are I mean? playing the game because you can you can make beautiful deep meaningful content but if nobody watches it it's kind of a waste you exactly know? Like, marketing is inherently part of the game as frustrating as that is like the same thing with this podcast like as much as we're just like oh yeah if people would just listen to us then like they'd get it but it's like you have to trick them into listening first you kind of have to you have to have on guests of any notability i mean i'm trying my hardest right now to pull in you guys to get people to listen yes to i'm this bringing episode. the entire snapchat audience to you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, well, th- and this is just an off script episode i i admire what you do when you're promoting your just regular uh, apple chat episodes where you're literally taking the movie poster and putting your heads on there and that is the best form of clickbait because then you're going to pick people oh my gosh this guy Ben Carlson and Joey are both in the Mary Poppins what like, <laughs> I, I did not remember them in the original version it's time for a rewatch is, yeah. that's, is that something Ben that you feel like you've learned like originally when you were doing it were you doing yeah. it for that reason or were you doing it because you're like oh it'd be fun to photoshop this or whatever and like like where did the line kind of blur where you were like now i'm kind of doing this as a promotional thing well it 
became when we realized that being promotional was like part of the game an unavoidable part of the game so we wanted to have something to post on instagram that wasn't just the same thumbnail of our podcast every week saying a new episode so it it became something that catches people's attention and actually i want to give full credit to joey because joey actually does all of that and uh, yeah yeah and and we've been doing uh, a good job with us they're all really good yeah, yeah yeah well it's interesting like we've been doing this together for so long we have like a partnership and we've been working with other podcasters uh, doing collaborations and you meet other like podcasting couples and it's interesting to like look at the intricacies of the different relationships so far there's like two podcasting archetypes that i recognize there's the like egalitarian uh like partnership where both of you contribute in like different ways but in a very meaningful way to get the product out the door so like i record and edit but joey definitely does a little bit more research going into it he comes to that analytical side and joey makes the artwork so we're both like splitting up the labor but then there's also the other archetype where it's like one person really wants to have a podcast and then they just need someone they can talk to on the podcast and there's they're just their co-host and nothing more so recently joey and i have been very uh you know happy about that we've been uh appreciating that out loud just being like at least we're the like the egalitarian archetype as opposed to one of us just dragging the other one behind <laughs> so um but yeah so that's that's kind of just part of the game is promoting yourself and honestly we still have a lot of work to do people who are good at marketing i feel like it's like a magic skill to be able to just demand attention from people like i would yeah. i would love if that was a hobby of mine i would love that but it's not it's hard work every time Um, But okay, going back to in the know, a lot of your videos kind of center around testing whether or not some newfangled product will hold up against the traditional method of doing something. Uh And um, my first question, which we kind of know the answer to, but like some of those items get pretty expensive. Do they let you keep them? And did they come out of your paycheck in the first place? Or is it kind of just a perk of the job? (laughs) Sorry, I'm laughing because that's like a really funny and like good first question. Like, I, I just think it's funny. It's like, what are you doing with all the stuff? Yes, um, it's piling yeah. up at this point. Yeah, no, um, and no, and also I will say like really quickly. Just I feel like if you're listening to this episode of this podcast, like somebody they're probably at least kind of familiar because you are so wonderful and like gracious and you like hype up the videos and stuff. No, seriously though, like, yeah. but just yeah, so people know like the general premise of these videos is that they're like very short videos, and I'm like either trying like a new weird product or like a viral like trend of some sort like sometimes i'll try like a recipe that's like really like like on thursday i think i made like tried to make steak out of watermelon because that's like a <laughs> vegan trend right now um but anyway point well, i being, believe the are, title for that one was uh can this can this really make uh oh wait hold on i've got it right <laughs> you have oh you have it <laughs> i uh yeah well it, was, it caught my eye it was yeah. a good thumbnail well yeah that's uh, a classic example of what we're talking about where like i do have to play stuff, the game yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, i don't have it but it was like yeah. can this can this device really make uh ah here it is can you really make steak out of fruit (laughs) (laughs) dylan are these like all like your original ideas or is this something that in the know like collaborative guesses like how did you know to do like that weird cooking breakfast machine right like yeah like like, or like to do watermelon steak like is that all dylan original stuff or that's that's a good question and i'll answer your question too um with like in that so yeah i mean it's a that's an interesting part of like doing something like this because we're talking about content creation that's something that like 
a lot of people here understand in different ways like nick you definitely understand with like music sure. and like but and ben you understand with the podcast but it is different when you're like part of a company or whatever yeah, because definitely. the lines get really blurred between like what is yours and what's creative or whatever like like what is your idea and what's your company's idea or whatever um i mean so first of all to say like i originally made this video series with like a a guy who doesn't work in my company more his name is also dylan he is like the best video editor ever he's so great and like the reason the videos look like they do is because of him um and so early on like I would come to him with like the ideas like for the things like you're saying, Anthony, and he would help me produce them and like all the ideas I was basically finding. But as the thing got bigger and bigger, we've like added hosts to it. The like t air quotes team of people working on it is like a lot bigger now. So people will like come in with their own ideas. I would say I still probably pitch like a majority of the ideas, which to answer your question, Anthony, I like find online. It's a hilarious part of my job that like <laughs> I, I mean, I legitimately get paid to like be on tiktok and like see stuff that's trending on tiktok <laughs> wow, and like nice. yeah i know i mean no i could never ever ever if you ever catch me complaining about my job like <laughs> hit me but like for real yeah. um but then also as it's gotten bigger people will send me stuff like coworkers, even friends i think have sent oh. me stuff now and be like you should try this so if you guys ever see stuff i mean i'm not using this to like source yeah. for content but no, i am saying but... like if you guys sent me something and you were like this thing feels like an episode of your show yeah i would like probably do it you know yeah. what i mean well, so yeah. that's such a great question from anthony because i i never even thought to do that you it, it's just kind of you had something new every week um and i never would I'm have, glad like, it makes sense that. that you would source it from they just will now other know internet users that if we ever have something we like we could maybe yeah yeah if, you, if you're like hey this podcast you should try just promoting our podcast <laughs> yeah. that's we're gonna try this week <laughs> i'm gonna listen start the clock i'm gonna listen to this entire podcast. start the clock <laughs> Which, by That's the one way, of my favorite trope. Yeah. So since we brought that up, um, again, like kind of talking about the affable chat community's influence, potential influence, implied influence, even on your content, measurable influence. Does did um the start the clock like catchphrase? Did that have anything to do with our reaction to it? Because ever since you said start the clock, it has been a thing. Like the chat always explodes whenever you say start the clock. And we've noticed we got episodes where you said start the clock multiple times. So we were kind of thinking this is probably he's doing this on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, st I'm still cracking up. Especially, no, that's yeah. great. No, because yeah. Well, like so. First of all, yeah. Hearing you guys react to it. I mean, honestly, the whole thing with these videos is that they're supposed to be funny and like lighthearted. And I guess in theory, I guess in theory, I'm telling you if this like weird gadget or recipe is is good. But like, it's it's pure entertainment. So yeah, the yeah, point yeah. is like, when you're making it, you're like, what would like make me laugh later on and then that starts feeding back on itself where like you guys are like thinking something is funny and i'm like honestly if my friends think it's funny like i don't have really any other because that's the thing i actually can't tell like i can tell how long someone watches these videos <laughs> or who watches them or like how old they are or yeah. if they're like live in like indonesia yeah. or kentucky or whatever but i cannot tell like if they like laughed at it or whatever <laughs> so all you can really do is do what like you think is funny which yeah. which really is a reflection of what my friends think is funny yeah so yeah like Yes, you guys certainly influenced the show nice. in that regard. Yes, yeah. Nice. The yeah, stuff stuff is, well, because yeah. there's no way to smash like on Snapchat, right? I guess yes. subscribing is probably the I, only yeah, thing I, I, can do. I, yeah, and I would, you know, I would encourage you to subscribe. But I um, have. No, I, I know, have I know. I, I, <laughs> no, there's literally no way to know. I mean, I can see when someone screenshots something, and that's the only other way I'll know. Is oh, like, interesting. my, my cool. friends have started. I was talking to some of my friends about this yesterday, but my friends have like 
started like memeing me because of the videos and like that's a weird <laughs> dynamic also of like yeah. my friend will send a group text of our other friends like a meme applying to a situation that's actually like a screenshot they took from my video <laughs> there's like oh. one where i'm like trying out like a vacuum cleaner and i'm like bent over and i'm giving like a thumbs up and smiling and it says <laughs> five out of five underneath which is actually like a pretty good meme format that's great and my friend jake like pulled that and he was like i'm just gonna use this Dude, to, to rate I, things I, I imagine like it's probably really hilarious or terrifying it to see like on your end to see like <laughs> oh no dude all my friends just screenshotted this one <laughs> yes like, yes i am yes. doomed they're gonna meet me forever <laughs> yeah like yes yeah. you're gonna go search and you're like oh no which which one was it like <laughs> we'll look back what, what was the thing that i did that i slipped that looks so funny what, what, i mean i remember before you were within the know you were more of like a traditional journalist at least from my perspective and um because most of the stuff i saw from you was literally written down yes did you have were you apprehensive at all about becoming part of the actual product Content where it's like stuff. now my face part is going to be unavoidably guys. combined with what i'm putting out here Heck yeah uh, yeah um that's a really good question because i i and i i do think about it a lot because i do think that like a lot like people work in the media there is just like some level of like ego is maybe the wrong word but i it's the word that like a lot of my friends would use yeah. if they're being really honest of like you are in this business because you want your name and your work to be like public in some way right and, right. and that could be anywhere ranging from like i'm an investigative reporter and like i believe that like i am the person who can tell these stories that people need to know or whatever or or it goes all the way to the far end of the spectrum of like youtube creators who have like 10 million subscribers you know what i mean right, like anywhere right. on that spectrum people have a level of comfortability with like being public facing if you work in the media like that's something that you assume when you get into this job that some element of that especially now that everything is online like your digital footprint is just going to be so massive that like your friends are like memeing you you know what i mean it's right, like right, right, that's right. what i was literally talking to my friends about last night it's like i was we're like we have this one friend evan who will like photoshop our uh like photos of us from from like from like throughout our like friendship and stuff and he was telling people yesterday he was like well yeah like it's hard because it's like dylan has like a digital footprint that's like 10 times bigger than any of us now so i have to use him for stuff like that so i think part of that you assume that risk when you get into this job i was a traditional like writer editor i was like a, pro a news producer early on in my career I i've that. heard that's brutal though i've heard that it is like really tough to be like a news journalist when you're first starting out like it's hard to get a job, hard to get paid. Definitely, because you, know, you can write for free for sure. Yes, yes but yeah. It's a lot harder to get like an actual like good job. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I and I and I have a lot of friends who it took them a couple years to get. I have friends who have just like amazing jobs now, but a lot of them did not get the jobs immediately. You know what I mean? Um, and that is a weird thing about this job, though, like that. I have a lot of friends who are like forward facing in some way or another in their yeah. jobs now. Like they have like a column or they have like they host like for a video series for the for where they work or whatever. Or like they've been to like sat in on conferences for like something they're an expert on because they're a reporter on it. You know what I mean? So I think eventually you do get there. But yeah, it is weird at first. And like. I guess the answer is like no i wasn't apprehensive necessarily yeah um some of that is like personality based i think like you have to be something like this i think you have to just be like cool with like making fun of yourself and being made Definitely. fun of and, and yeah. like i and like i don't even mean that of like 
I think these videos are good, but I do think that you should make fun of them if you watch them, to be honest. You know what I mean? I think... Oh, we do. Yeah, no, no. I know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we I, clown on them yeah, a little exactly. bit. No, your reaction to them on, on the stream, Ben, is actually like exactly the reaction I want because you're responding to it in the way that I'm feeling when I make it, which is like, this is really silly and kind of convoluted and I'm like shamelessly plugging stuff and, there, and there's all the like kind of dirty <laughs> business stuff of it that we talked about yeah, too. Yeah. And you point all that out while also being like, this is fun and I'm supporting my friends. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, part yeah. of it definitely has to do with like, I know you, but also, and, and we've talked about this on the stream as well. Like you do have really good, like B roll acting skills where like you can, whenever, you know, something is like, Oh, like remember the old way where it's like bad. you you have good, unique ways of expressing yourself with your body language that gets that across. And I, I think it does bring the content to like a different level. And again, it could be my personal bias because you're my friend, but we've tried reacting to other tried it in the no videos where with other people and like not to throw any shade or anything but it just doesn't hit the same and it's uh, not the same well, and my really? question is so when that happens is that because someone else pitched a different idea and it's like okay that's your thing go ahead and take it the distance or was that you were uh, had a sick day um yeah well first of all i appreciate the compliment on the like acting and like stuff like that i think one thing i will say Maybe I'll get to this after, but I think the mustache, you're a, as a man with a mustache, you might understand this too. I think having a mustache legitimately helps make you more emotive, uh, <laughs> like for real. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the like having, so yeah, so the thing with the show now is that there are two episodes every week on Snapchat and then they come out on our website and stuff too. And like, I probably host like, I probably host like one a week on average now. And then there's sort of a rotating cast of people who host the other one normally. Yeah, um, yeah. That came out of more like a I don't I don't think there's like an issue with me talking about this is like Snapchat liked the videos and right, they were right. like can you make more of these and we were like well we were making them once a week maybe we can make them twice a week and then they were like and then you know I think they want to involve more people anyway because I think it's just better to have more people involved and more ideas and, and different more yeah, content ex exactly you know, yeah yeah that too and it's also one like a, every day <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that and that is the other thing though is like the idea of there being more episodes horrifies me from a like when you say that i get anxiety because i from love these aspect, videos yeah. yes yeah but but like <laughs> it is so funny to say i had to, i had the weirdest conversation with one of my bosses where i was like i was like this is so stupid to tell you about these videos where i'm like you know i'm like fake like fighting a machine but i was i was like i was like this is the hardest part of my job it is the most exhausting part of my job as in it is like physically exhausting to be like running around and sure. filming and doing stuff and like be and being like on for the camera and stuff yeah, yeah. yeah so point being i'm like really grateful that the project has grown because if because if i had to carry the weight of it being having grown and, and like having to host more episodes or something and film and and like think of the ideas Do and produce and stuff i would like be so overwhelmed with my job which is so funny but th th but that is the case right so, right yeah. um it's so you when you started i want to say i want to say there was videos made in your new york apartment they were in my like parents so okay yeah so this has all been actually during the pandemic yeah yeah but but they were in different places so that's the, the reason you're saying that probably is because like i filmed the first couple in like my dad's office in my parents basement because <laughs> i was like live with my parents during the pandemic I lived in New York before the pandemic, just yeah, yeah, yeah. FYI. And then the big and, flex. Yes. You know, yeah. yeah. Like, Ever he heard of it? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest city in the world. Um, but uh, 
but I and then I was filming some from I lived by my dad's house, lived my mom's house for a little bit. I lived in Airbnb in like the basement of like someone's house in East Atlanta. And like I was filming videos there for a little bit. Okay, okay. And now I'm in just in like a regular apartment where I live. Uh, and that's where like all the videos that have been on Snapchat are filmed with like the same background in like my right. kitchen. And they have like the action with the Bronson, action Bronson exactly. cookbook back there. Exactly. But, um, I forgot so, about that. So, I mean, Nick, you're also a like relatively you moved to you guys both moved to Atlanta. <laughs> We're both Atlanta newbies. Which yeah. we didn't, we found out because of you that we're both Atlanta newbies yes. together. Well, you I connected know, us. Yeah. Well, I want to know, um, like, what are what is it like to live in, in Atlanta? Like, what are some Atlanta stereotypes? And I, like, I'll just start off because I assume this is a normal thing in Atlanta. But as I was driving in yesterday on the interstate, there's like so much traffic, and I got a good look at some of the people in the cars around me just because things were moving so slowly and i saw a dude driving with all his windows down fully wearing headphones like we're wearing right now oh, over his cans? ears and cans? Cans, cans on his hands on the road and i was like well surely this is <laughs> this is <laughs> surely this is an insanely risky move because he probably can't hear any of the real world sounds around him but i'm sure that atlanta dudes are just built different so like i'm sure it's you know atlanta's built different it's honestly totally normal so like i don't know new New York is easy to make fun of because I feel like their stereotypes are, are very known, like wearing Timberlands. It's so big. Yeah, it's so saying, easy to... Yeah. yeah, and saying dead ass and, and shit like that. <laughs> but you guys you guys are Atlanta dudes. What are some Atlanta stereotypes or like common things about people in Atlanta? I really... I, I still feel like a native here just because I'm, I haven't been living here a full year yet. Wait, you feel like a native? Or you feel like you're not a native? Not yet. a native. Okay, I don't. I sorry, I meant to say I don't feel like a native yet. Like I feel like I'm still just in, like an outside perspective. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you're right. Typically, when you're stuck in traffic, especially when it's Atlanta traffic, you, you'll definitely catch yourself looking at different things. Um, yeah. And sometimes you just bust out the cans and say, <laughs> "Bust out the can." Well, it's in, like those Bose commercials where they can like block out the rest of the world and like you're stuck in traffic <laughs> and it's like super stressful. Okay. But you just put on their Bose headphones and cancel out the world. And just, Are cans on the so, road becoming a new issue? So either cans on the road or, or it, it, listen, it, it can be as simple as um, cans and putting on cans on the road or to another thing as simple as looking up and seeing a sign that just has a phone number and it says hit me up for studio time really legit, that's, that's i was like by some bridge and i'm i'm and it's like i'm dead stop at traffic and i'm just like waiting for the light to change and whatnot and wow. I, I turn my head and i see this sign that literally has just someone's phone number and it says free studio time and i was like wow. okay word yeah. <laughs> besides besides cans on the road have you guys found any other places where you like know you're gonna see some atlanta locals like yeah like see something stereotypically so, atlanta yeah, yeah. so like for, for example yeah. in in baltimore like there's a couple places we like i could take people where i'll be like oh yeah we're gonna see some people from baltimore where yeah. like like they, where they say things almost differently like baltimore has its like own oh, language um, and accent yeah like, like, they, they, like, they say like water and like kind of like stuff like that it's oh, really hilarious but um uh yeah like they like when they when we you know you wash your clothes they're like warsh, warsh. warsh. Yeah. so it's like they have all these all these quips but um like we have a casino in in baltimore that like Every, I've only ever been there once, but you definitely see the locals there. Okay. Um, yeah, and, then, yeah, yeah. and then then Baltimore also has like in different neighborhoods has like a marketplace. So like 
um you know on the weekend where they do like like soda city kind of sure, sure. farmers market farmers style. market that the whole but throughout city the, goes throughout to. the week it's like a bunch of restaurants and like bars are inside this one place and it's like another yeah, yeah, place yeah, you'd yeah. see a lot of locals except they're definitely being gentrified these days oh yeah but um they're still really nice, but I don't know if that, Atlanta has any. Well, places what like you that. just said is what I think is the big thing with that, though, is I think like Atlanta is, is like so gentrified um, and is like such a transplant city, too. You oh, know? Wow. I also think that there's like an interesting dynamic that makes it hard to peg people down into like like what is Atlanta is because like the lines between like suburbs and city are like pretty blurred here. Like Atlanta is like famously like a like it's like Atlanta, Houston and L.A. Like one of the reasons we have so many traffic problems is because it's such a metropolis like, right right like what people would call the atlanta metro area like f in terms of population is like more than half the state in terms of area is like <laughs> half the state it's like yeah. like my my mom and my stepdad live in athens which is where which is where uga university of georgia is yeah. it's like an hour and 15 or i don't know how far it is from here nick but it's like it's like pretty far it's like yeah. it, it would take it would take me an hour and 15 minutes and i lived like kind of downtown to get there mm -hmm. and people would call that part of they're included in the metro area because people would commute to atlanta if they live there and work there right because the the train goes all the way the marta right? the marta does the yeah. marta go all the way it does not no, no. Not. our public transportation oh. is its own kind of issue here yeah. or whatever you'd have to take like if you wanted to commute i think what you would do i'm sure this is helpful advice for anybody listening to the podcast yeah you would take a, a shuttle to the airport from what? athens and then you would get on marta and then you would uh the marta take, goes to the uh, goes to the airport. Oh, it does. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. yeah. Oh, sure. That's yeah. good to know. That's actually a, a pro tip for you guys. Yeah, actually, guys, that yeah. probably would have been like crazy useful instead of Nick and I literally sweating it out, like uh, it's yeah. stuck in Atlanta traffic without your cans. Also. Yeah, without, our cans. <laughs> without our cans. Without our cans. I can't on. believe. I can't believe. I actually had them on me, but I didn't wear them. Never I leave home without your cans. <laughs> um, and never first leave, rule of driving. And never leave your. <laughs> and never drive your car without some coolant. Yes. Yeah. Always have a senior car. Yeah. For yeah, yeah I'm sure you guys learned that. Wait, yeah. wait, but I am curious about this Nick with like the Atlanta stuff because because like we're both like air quotes new to the city, but oh. I grew up in the suburbs, so I've always been like like kind of around Atlanta. Yeah. And to you, it's kind of more of a new city. So were there things that you were like surprised about moving here, or expectations you had that like went one way or another? Um. So I think for me, it was just. I knew there was going to be a lot of stuff nearby, especially like where I'm living, but I didn't think there was going to be a, a lot of specific types of businesses like checker or not, not checkers. Crystal is like one of the big, big time restaurants yeah. like here. And I was like, oh, wow, that's like a like kind of a thing. And then there's this like there's a particular KFC that's in Marietta. That's like a giant barn famous the big the, chicken the big yeah. chicken okay yeah um so it's like little, little things like that yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, like technically i do have that in other places yeah but you just have a lot more of them down here they're more spread out there's uh, like and so like back in south carolina in greenville you, spinks and qt were like the main and and sometimes 7-eleven were like the main gas stations now that's like i see a bunch of chevron and bp yeah. mm -hmm. um, nick what about like um do you feel like what did you feel like moving or how did you feel moving from like kind of small town powdersville easily area to atlanta like do you feel like you like right because like you're kind of in action like you're yeah. you know like like 25 30 minutes from downtown like do you, did you think that it was like a like a big leap to go from like small town your whole life to big city kind of since you know as i got older especially closer to when i was when i had moved 
Greenville was already starting to very really expand, but yeah, but Greenville is like not even in the yeah, same. The cl- yeah, I was like, galaxy is the size still of Atlanta. Coming to Atlanta and and going into it knowing it was still going to be a big city, uh, I remember still being taken aback by how big just the city in general is. How different big, yeah. each part. There's Midtown, Downtown, and I'm living in Sandy Springs, which is like the suburb area, but still only like 25, 30 minutes to downtown. Um, and I can still get to like different yeah. places. There's a lot of roads, so you can yeah. like let's say Atlanta is oh, definitely like um like definitely gives me like DC feel with not the mm. not the public transportation. Yes, uh, the public transportation in DC is actually awesome. But public transit when it's done well is freaking awesome. Yes. I feel like and I'm, DC like, does do it. Very Americans well. don't know. <laughs> like we just don't know yeah. what we're missing out on. Um, the fact that Atlanta is so spread out is kind of interesting to me because Dylan, you grew up in what was it called, Henrietta? Uh, <laughs> Henrietta. <laughs> that killed me when you originally accused <laughs> me of being from Henrietta. Um, it's funny because there is Marietta, which is where Marietta, the big chicken is, was, and I'm so, from Alpharetta. 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 <laughs> where I'm from. Yeah. Anthony Alpharetta? remembers the yes. yeah. what, what? And then what? What? Is there any Henry-based anything around here? No, no, no. I, that, it's I, the Edda. Right, that's that's right. Right. I don't think oh, it's Nick's dog. It's Nick's dog. dog. Yes, it. yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm right, from the right. same yeah. Yeah, county as Nick's dog. <laughs> what I'm saying is like, so, so <laughs> that that does end up feeling like a completely different place, even though it's still like Atlanta adjacent. Like I, now that you've moved downtown, you're like, I'm in a total. Now I'm in Atlanta. Yeah, I that's. I think so, and I, I've had this conversation with friends because a, a lot of my friends here are people who moved here right from college. So yeah. they, so they are like air quotes locals, but also grew up in in Alpharetta, the same hometown as me. And how far? Got it. How far is Alpharetta from here? It's like it's like f- from here. It's really close, actually. Yeah, it's like okay. fifteen minutes from yeah. So it's like another fifteen minutes north of the city. Okay. Alpharetta. Um, yeah. So, but but I would say that like. Where Nick lives now and where I grew up is like part of the same sort of suburban area. Like I definitely would have known like kids who like went to the high schools like where that they live where we are right now because sure, like yeah. we're like a town or two over. Um, so like how you guys target like Powdersville easily like <laughs> yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So yeah, All right, yeah. Um, uh, Alpharetta I had already knew before moving here just because that was one of the first places in Atlanta that I had like visited like growing up I'm like, oh really well just because years ago my dad took me to see green day as like a birthday gift and the concert was in Alpharetta, oh and verizon Georgia. amphitheater verizon i used to live across the street from that yeah oh, nice. yes. yeah that's so funny <laughs> um that's hilarious yeah so but but yeah i do think that it is different because the conversation that i have with people who've lived here for years now is that like it is kind of a different um like environment moving somewhere that you've had like a relationship with outside of like being like you're like a high school and you come down to like go thrift shopping for right. like a week or whatever or you like go visit I visit my friends Georgia Tech or whatever and like I think maybe this thought is like not actually that insightful I feel like when I tell my friends from Atlanta <laughs> it's like actually not that interesting but like I've lived in a bunch of different places and being new to a city in that sense is different in like a nuanced way to like right. being new to this city here that I like really do know but like have never actually known what it's like to live there like right. obviously being there day to day is different like I think like I think Anthony I think we were talking about this the other day but it's like I think I was saying like the idea of like when you visit someone somewhere and it's like a touristy experience but then you visit someone who lives there and you like do the things that they do or whatever I think that's kind of the difference between like living in Atlanta now and living in the suburbs when I was growing up do you miss New York though is there a (laughs) return uh yeah, I mean, in the future, you gotta go back to the city that never sleeps. Dude. Yes, yeah, that's true. You've yeah, been getting, been getting so much, much rest. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've been you doing like great, eight hours. Of, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
<laughs> it's funny you should say that because I did used to wake up every morning to street cleaners outside of my apartment. So the city does like live up to its reputation. It doesn't it let you sleep. The city that never sleeps. And there's yeah, giant never stops. fruit there, right? Of the <laughs> apple variety. That's the other thing that's a stereotype that stays <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, they're they're everywhere, dude. Big apple. The, uh, the trees there are humongous. Yes. Dude. No. Central Park, of course. But is that, is that something you want to get back jungle. to? Or is, yeah. is Atlanta city enough for, uh, for you? I, yeah, I'm of like two minds about that. I think the the New York thing is um is a little bit hard to even like assess because because my time there was cut really short by COVID. Like when I was sure. living there, I was obviously planning on living there for several years. I moved up there for my job that I have now, and then nine months into that job, I came home for what I thought was gonna be like two or three weeks, and I've been in Georgia every ever since then like like i didn't even right. go like my my roommate actually moved out of our apartment like i didn't even go up to our apartment to move out um Wait, so is your is your stuff still there the no, street no. the street cleaners got the it yeah, yeah, they, got no, it. yeah. No, they took care of it yeah yeah <laughs> okay. for once they did in something York, i wanted uh, yeah. yeah new york's are savages man they'll just take whatever they need dead that, ass. that is that dead is true ass. that dead actually ass. Is, <laughs> dead ass exactly <laughs> that's kind of actually an advantage of new york is that if you if you leave anything on the street someone will take care of it for you dude that's that i just like i just moved yeah there was a bunch of furniture and stuff that I like didn't want anymore. You did people and do that in Baltimore. I literally just yeah. left it on the side of the street, said free, and like a couple hours later it was gone. Nice. It's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh well if you ever do go back, let me know because I can crash. So that you can on come visit. Yeah. yeah. We had a blast when you came to visit. I, I so, it was yeah. really awesome. I was so stoked to come see you again. Like when you moved out, it, it broke my heart. <laughs> At the very least you know you can always come to Atlanta. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's yeah. settle for Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I did that to you <laughs> I know. when I stopped living there. <laughs> it was a personal <laughs> yes. offense. Yes. Well, it's slight it's crazy if you because will. Dylan, yeah. like your uh interaction with New York is not the only one I know about. Like I know Sam has a really close friend that also moved to new york like right before covid and really? then like went home and has been home ever since like it, it's it's crazy how well i've heard the city yeah. is back so yeah that's what people say yeah is is her friend go, plan on going back or i don't, I don't think so yeah because because what well i mean what's happened now is that people have gotten comfortable with working from home and offices you don't really need them as much anymore yeah. so if you can do your job from home why would you why, why would you, you pay to live in new yeah york city? why would you pay yeah. to live in new york city like you can live in atlanta you know sure so to bring it back, oh Dylan, do you actually keep the stuff? Oh I don't yes, think we ever yeah. actually answered I, that question. Wow, it seems like I was like cleverly evading that. I actually oh really wanted God. to get back to it, but there were a couple of times where I was like, I don't really know how to insert this organically into. I, uh, so so I, I actually, yeah, actually, I want to know. You, yeah. it's all in your New York apartment, right? Yes, That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all underneath a street like, cleaner right like, now, <laughs> getting wrapped up in the little circular street cleaner. Um, no, so yeah, so the answer is that the answer to all of your questions, uh, that is. <laughs> That is budget. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and just knock them all out right now. Um, no, but that's it's 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 like we have a budget for the for the show, so we yeah. have like a dollar value. I'm like in theory allowed to spend on an episode. I like very rarely spend like because some videos are really really cheap. Some videos are like the watermelon steak thing. I was like, I, no I've, spoilers. Oh yeah, sorry. There's a water. There's a watermelon yeah. involved, yes. <laughs> yeah. and I had to buy it. Um, that's I don't, a, yeah, yeah, I imagine you didn't have to like return the uh, half-used watermelon. I didn't. Yeah, well, I you didn't. Or give it to corporate. Actually, after you're done I imagine these steaks are humongous. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forty-ounce ribeye. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Big, thick boy uh, watermelon steaks. But but so stuff like that. It's like really pretty cheap to do the video. There are times where like the the price of the gadget is like part of the the angle of the episode. So for example, I tried like a toaster that cost three hundred dollars, and like the premise of the video is like 
would you really need a toaster to cost $300? Like, that seems like an insane amount to spend on a toaster. The answer is sort of no, just by the way. Um, but, uh, but no, I keep all that stuff. Um, it's ordered wow. in the budget because, because I, and I think the thinking on that is that like, it would just be so logistically difficult for me to be like ordering things and returning all of them. Yeah. Right. And, and like in general, I guess when you make a budget for something like this, like I have no power over, I didn't, I have nothing to say about the budget. Like I didn't control that, you right, know, but right, like, right. but I think that, you know, the thinking is that like, that's kind of nothing compared to what we could make from the videos. It's, it's like, you know, you write yeah. it off as a production cost or whatever. And, and I just take a picture of my receipts and I expense it to my company or do whatever. You, do so. you still use any of that stuff? Like, well, yeah, that's um, what I was about to ask. Yeah. You know, clearly you do hands free toothbrushing now right <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah and that was 150 dollars yeah. that that hands-free toothbrush i tested in an episode the thing that i tell a lot of people um is if there is a particular gadget that you might want uh maybe maybe come 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 talk to me because okay i'm I, my apartment is just overflowing with stuff i'm just running out of things to use and i, I yeah so D- um, this is, uh, is the uh, uh wow. excuse me excuse me excuse me excuse me uh, so nobody has claimed the uh multi-tool spatula yet have they <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, so it, multi-purpose. Yeah, it, I can throw out all my other now? utensils out of my kitchen. I I literally have like a like a, a like a glass drum filled with all my utensils, dude. I could just yeah and and, <laughs> and have this multi-tool, man. No, but don't give it to him. Give it to me. We'll talk after right, off pod yeah. about dibs. acquisition. Okay. All right. Well, the... he said dibs, but you invited me on your podcast and supported my content. So <laughs> tough call. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough industry here. No, I will buy your your multi tool special if it has turbo drive, like in SpongeBob. <laughs> well, um, that is fascinating. That is something we've definitely been wanting to know. So it's it's uh. That's a nice perk, I think. Yeah, my closet job. is insane. Um, it's, yeah. Well, have you tried that? It's like, is this like uh, shirt more fashionable than this shirt? And like, <laughs> that's, just... that's that is what that's what people tell me. I, and I think I, I will say, like, I really appreciate that my company believes that they can trust me to like not be irresponsible <laughs> because like in theory, I could be pitching some sort of idea. Be, yeah. Being like, is this like X, Y and Z thing I wanted to buy like someone for, like I could just expense all my Christmas presents or something, you know what I mean? And be like, is my mom's favorite pair of earrings like worth the price? And then I buy her the earrings, you know? I'm reading the love and admiration. I got in response to this gift, a two out of three. (laughs) Five out of five. But but yeah, no, I I think, yeah, I appreciate that they trust me with that because it is like a pretty big responsibility, I suppose. The idea of having like a corporate card, I think is like, that's one of those things where you realize you still sort of feel like I sort of still feel like a, a child in an adult's body and I feel like there's times in your life where you're like reminded of that and having a corporate card is like one of those things where I'm like who let this I'm like a yeah. boss baby you know yeah. what I mean so oh my gosh excellent plug um yeah, see boss baby, yeah, see boss Peter's baby Peter's. <laughs> thank you um okay so we're getting towards the end of this uh interview of sorts um I guess my question is what's next for Dylan Thompson you've been doing in the know uh tried it for a while now but I've seen you change what you do relatively frequently since you've gotten into your career. So it's only a matter of time before either you add something on top of that or or you maybe pivot to something else. So, uh, I mean, do you even know? Do you have an idea of like what are your aspirations even long term uh, in this career field? Because honestly, I think it's really interesting. I do content creation as more or less of a hobby, um, but you're actually in the industry. So it's interesting to me to hear about like something like looking towards the future, what this level of experience will unlock for you moving forward. Yeah, definitely. Well, let me let me just say, first of all, I I actually talk about 
you a lot with the difference that you just said like i bring you up to like my friends and coworkers and stuff all the time just because i think that like it is really cool that you have found a way to have fun with creating content and taking it seriously and making good stuff you know without having the like you know i think a lot of people you can kind of cheat it if you work in the media of like being creative can be part of your job and that can fulfill a lot of those needs or whatever so i first of all i just want to say like it is absolutely sick that you have like sought it out on your own you oh know my gosh, I mean? yeah you. no i really no i really do because i don't like i would never all the things we're talking about i would never do if it wasn't because of my job so mm. um but yeah it, the point that you raise about like my job has changed so much that's one of the things i love about like m- my job now and like the company i work at is that like what I do like every day right now is like so different than what I did even in like February and like last summer and like when I was in the office and when I started like it really feels like I've had like five different jobs while I've been there my job title has not changed at all you know like I have the same job so that so I think my answer is that like I'm kind of just like riding out the situation I'm in now like these videos are gonna like keep happening I still like write I like edit stuff I like work on different projects with them that are like smaller or whatever that are like you know nothing is as big as like we're coming up on like 40 episodes of this show i think that like will be planned and published by like the end of the summer or whatever so which is crazy so there's nothing like that size that i have like my sights set on but i think like i do i feel particularly lucky to be like content with my job not just of like i'm happy with where i am but that i i like can basically expect that my job will continue to evolve both because of like my company's just like really supportive of trying new things um tried it and uh (laughs) nice uh but (laughs) sick um but uh also yeah This is the, all uh, the, they're like we <laughs> support trying new things so much that, <laughs> that we're na- <laughs> that's gonna be literally your entire job <laughs> try something new every week that that every is every day <laughs> that is like the joke my coworkers will make with me now where it's like you know like it's like tried it like embracing existential dread or you know what i mean it's like something like really high concept <laughs> oh, or something well, yeah i do all the daily yes too. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> You could come on for a guest episode and we oh, can, yeah. It's yeah. like, Nick, how was it? Well, I tried it. Well, I tried it. <laughs> exactly. Well, I tried it. And that's the whole point. You're trying yeah. all these different things. So, <laughs> so you don't recommend it. Zero out of five. Yeah. yeah that's cool. And I, I Five out of five. <laughs> I, d- I definitely support that. It's like, that. please stop the clock. <laughs> yes. Stop, please. Stop <laughs> the clock. I beg you. <laughs> I, I definitely support this idea of just being content um especially just being in the rat race it feels like it's like okay you're doing this now but like where is this headed how can you like earn more money and and, and more prestige from like what you're doing not to say that you shouldn't stay ambitious obviously but it's also good to appreciate where you're at and just enjoy that that's that's really true i i think that's like a thing i don't and like and all of you guys could speak to this too i think like i've tried to be like really more cognizant of that lately just in general of like you know, I think like a way of reprogramming yourself when you get out of like the track of like school, like high school, college, first job, you know, it's all like really growth minded, you know, and once you like kind of settle into your life, like I say that like we're like really old, like we're like all like in our mid 20s or whatever. We're, but, yeah, we're, yeah. But we're closer to 30 than, yes, than yeah. 20. So yes, we're pretty yeah, old. Exactly. Like, well, yeah, I think to a lot of uh, people yeah, were yes. like one foot in the grave at this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to my Snapchat audience, we're, you know, <laughs> yeah, elderly. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Try oh, it like aging. Please don't stop the yeah. clock. <laughs> 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 but but yeah I, I i do think that that is like a thing that i've tried to be more aware of in general of like yeah. not being content as in like i don't want to like do new things at my job and like grow my job but also not like making like 
how I like value myself being like, oh, like my life has to be on this like steady 45 degree angle progression or whatever, just because I think that that can become a little bit poisonous and that's how you get exhausted or whatever. So yeah, yeah. enjoy it. You guys are living in a beautiful city. You're young. You've got your health. You know, you got a great job. It's everything. It's time to be appreciative. Uh, Dylan, are you, do you live in the city? I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know like the. Yeah. yeah, What's your exact address? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tell me your exact address and your social security number. Can I describe the shape of my apartment key? (laughs) Yes. In case case you want to go to Lowe's. No. So, so like, like, are you like blocks away from like downtown and stuff? Like I I am. I'm pretty close. I I know you said that you rode your bike. Like you ride your bike. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I saw you guys in like basically like proper midtown yesterday and I rode my bike. Midtown. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it called proper Midtown? Sorry, it's just Midtown. Oh. I'm just oh. saying <laughs> properly, it's Midtown. Um, well, because just like the rest of Atlanta, people will be like, "Oh, I'm in Midtown," no, and they'll well, be that, in. That actually, uh, that right. is true. That, yeah. No, that, he said properly because it, it's it, he was we were literally in the middle of Midtown. So that is true. Yeah, town. yeah, that is true. Yeah. That's exactly true. I just true. thought Dylan was like all of a sudden British. Like, yes, like, yeah. Properly. No, that's yes. because this like one there's a proper Midtown implies the existence of an improper. the variant version. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, I live. I live in like the neighborhood you would call is like Old Fourth Ward or like Ponce Highlands. It's like just okay. east of Midtown. It's like okay. southeast of Piedmont Park. If anyone who is listening is familiar with Atlanta, um, yeah. So yeah, but um, and I live right on the on the Beltline, which is not a highway. Oh, as yeah, you found out. Yeah, yeah, it is not in uh-huh. any way near Maryland. It's <laughs> in Atlanta, <laughs> right? Definitely. If anyone was lost for a second, yeah. definitely in Atlanta. Consult um, your are map. Are you are you like a local anywhere? Like like do you have like a bar where they're like, hey, it's Dylan, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever they're go to like, Cheers? Yeah. They're like, Dylan! Stop the clock! Yeah, they're like, Dude, tried it uh, going into debt at the bar. Um, but, um, no, uh, I don't I don't really think so. That is a weird dynamic of being new in a city that you're not new to, though, is that, like, yeah. with, like, you know, it's only been a couple months of, like, of, uh-huh. like, things easing up, like, COVID restriction-wise and stuff, and, like, I so I think I'm still kind of getting used to like my places and stuff. Um, I love the area of town I live in, but I don't think that anyone, even at like the grocery store, is like Dylan. Hello, right, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, I think it takes. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm sure you yeah, had that experience. Yeah, well, because I mean, but, like I lived yeah. like for for two years. I lived right next to a bar. Um, and it, I mean, it was cool, but I actually like when I moved in, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna go to this place all the time. Literally went like a handful of times just because it is it was right there. Like, yeah, I usually wanted to go someplace else, someplace else, because that place was more like it was a bar, but it was more so food, you know. Like, so they never like they're never like oh Anthony's oh, here and they like, have oh, the old fashioned yeah, on the table right, for you. Like, they know your they drink, already, like, they're like making my drink already. No, that's never happened. <laughs> I always wanted it to happen, but then I would be a raging alcoholic, and I don't know if I want that. <laughs> the work you have to put in <laughs> yeah, to get to that level. Yeah, too much work. Mm, potential tried it episode could it be <laughs> 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 like, trying alcoholism. Well, <laughs> well, Dylan, go back to what you were saying that you like you buy a lot like i know firsthand that you bike a lot because you you would bike to the open mic oh that's true doing. yes yeah and yeah the first time you did it i saw you like you had your helmet i was like oh very nice yes yeah yeah well first of all come to Smithsel bar on mondays and see nick play if yes. you uh yeah if you're in the open area fun yeah um but also yeah that is like a really cool part of living in the city you ask about the difference between this and new york yeah that is certainly a, a thing like i mean people bike all the time especially in brooklyn and stuff like i lived in williamsburg you didn't, for have, a a, you didn't have a bike in i did not new york? no okay. yeah i the, the 
real for real for real the problem with new york is that your living space is so small that finding a place to put a bike is a legitimate challenge like <laughs> yeah, like sure. i truly mean that um so but yeah like the fact that atlanta is a city but it's all the part i live in i'm very lucky is like very open and like low and feels sleepier than it like mm. really is like it's really really populous part of town but but the fact that i can ride my bike it's something like two and a half miles to see you play on a friday and then and then feel like pretty or on a monday and feel safe like riding home and then on a friday yeah. i can go to like out to midtown and ride my bike there and just and, and like just go to the park to get home basically so proper do um proper right <laughs> yeah, uh speaking of proper do you have a do you have a proper city bike or do you have like a regular bike or do you are a monster with monster wheel tires? Or yes. Something? Yeah. yeah. I, wait, wait, is this I have like a in, hog. Um, <laughs> well, because well, like, just like in Pokemon where you can have the two different types of bike. You can do the one that does good speed and uh, the other yes, one yes, 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 tricks. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. kind of like that, except like bikes are usually like there's like three. What I've seen is that there's three tier of bikes. There's like mountain biking, which are thicker tires made to withstand the terrain. Sure. City bikes are all really skinny tires. Like, uh, yes. They're meant to be lightweight. Very okay. nice. Yeah. Like the old school um, yeah. bike bikes. Yeah, exactly. Like lightweight, like tiny. And like yeah. the ones with the jo- one wheel is really huge, the other one is really That's tiny. That's exactly yeah. what my bike yeah. looks and like. actually like yeah. 12 feet off the yeah. ground. Yes, yeah. 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 They very... won't sell you that without a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, oh, so what you're saying is you do have one of those right, bikes. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. No, he's speaking from experience. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you I think mean, he grew the mustache? Yeah. <laughs> The uh, the hardest part about that though is you have to buy a ladder and where do you store that when you're right. riding that bike? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, because I have I have like a just Sam and I both have bikes now, so we like bike places. Oh, very nice. cool biking. That's with still you, with a, your girls. That's once in a blue moon. Yeah, that's still a new thing. That's incredibly like, sweet. Yeah, but um, bike, the yeah. bike thing is new. That is nice. You have. Did you, you guys think about potentially? Just getting one bike with two seats on it? Um, that'd be even cuter. Actually, that yeah, that would be... <laughs> hella cute. I, I have to look into that. Yeah, you, you really should. <laughs> um, but okay, we are getting close to an hour here, so I want to kind of wind us down here. I want to thank the gallery, uh, our, our contributors here, and some great questions from Anthony, by the way. I appreciate thank that. Thank you. Um, and especially want to thank you, Dylan. Um, you, this is not your first time on Affable Chat, but uh, I really... I'm happy to have you on here again, and we're looking forward to watching more of your content and seeing you uh, you grow uh, in your career. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, like seriously, again, I I really can't thank you enough for. And I promise anyone listening, I do tell you this privately also, but I cannot thank you. I'm not doing this for show. I really can't like say enough how much like I appreciate how genuine and like supportive you are of stuff that all of your friends do. But I get to feel it particularly just because my face is on Snapchat, which is funny. Um, and yeah, thank. I'm excited. I long time truly long time fan and listener and we're excited to be on my first off script talking about something besides movies which i love every episode you guys do so it's great to do both oh my gosh thank um, you so much dylan one, one th- another thing i'd like that needs to be said too is i, I genuinely appreciate seeing you guys in person yes, yes. This, is, yes. Yes. This, yeah. this has literally been in years person. in the making at this oh yeah, point. yeah. yeah. Making, i haven't i know um, i haven't seen anthony in at least two years and and i like that we get to just pile up in my home studio yeah we're in the yeah. yes. radio home studio cables strewn everywhere mm-hmm. well decorated <laughs> set up uh, yeah i got the, the yeah. vinyl records and the padding the soundproofing padding for whatnot and uh before we like we started the podcast i got to show you guys some new stuff that i had been working on which was very exciting we're all very excited for it later this year right you're gonna drop some new stuff i'm gonna come up with a few songs this year so it's gonna be check that out so stay tuned check out the description of this episode for contact i'm gonna just put you guys as plugs in the description but uh that's gonna do it for this episode so um bye
Thanks for listening to Affable Chat. You can subscribe to us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend about us. Just say, hey, have you considered listening to Affable Chat? You can reach us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Affable Chat, or send us an email, affablechat at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel. Just search Affable Chat on YouTube. And also, Affable Chat is live on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern time on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash Affable Chat. Thanks for listening. Wait, done. I would be... (laughs) Ashamed if I didn't ask you to end this episode in the perfect way possible. Oh my god! Oh, oh, stop oh the yeah. Clock. Okay, yeah. B- ben, <laughs> will you? Wait, a minute. stop the clock! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>